You're listening to the Newly Entertained Podcast, the show that brings you entertainment and sports from different angles, with your hosts, Nicole and co-host Nigel. Since the birth of my son, I remain unfazed. Trust worse has been done. Man, fuck evaluation. Show me personal funds. It's the pretty boys versus the petty boys. Sold that already. Got a whole new set of toys. Shit is so surreal. Drizzy Drake, you better enjoy it. Nothing. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> Nicole, certified lover boy. I like it. And, you know, we are in episode number two. For season, you know, season number four. This is Nigel. Hey, everybody. It's Nicole. <laughs> I don't know. I, I there was a delay. I think it was still playing Certified Loverboy in my head. You were. The like, album you, you. was so great. Debate me on this if you want to. I know there's a lot of Kanye West fans out there that they're just so okay. ride or die. And I, the album to me was just like, eh, but we're going to get into that a little bit later. So thanks yeah. everyone for tuning in. Thank you. And, you know, thank you for, you know, Nicole for showing up. Thank me for showing up. Thank everybody. Just want to- Let's give each other a <laughs> You know, sometimes it'd be so hard to get up, you know, and then we're, we're like, okay, we got to get back into the routine of things. I'm like, episode uh, one. We, yeah. We you already know, Nigel, I am not a morning person. Anyone who knows me knows I am not a morning person. Uh, quite frankly, I don't even think I am an even uh, a night person. I don't think I am a morning bird. I don't think I'm a night owl. I am a afternoon. So <laughs> I'm good from like 12 p.m. Maybe... 7 p.m. After that, I start getting hungry. Then I get tired. Then I feel lethargic. And then all I want to do is just go to sleep and call it a day. Like once upon a time, I would be able to stay up two, three, four o'clock in the morning, right. doing whatever, and have three hours of sleep. And I'm good. I'm good for the day. I'm ready to rock and roll. Now, I, you know, me being a little bit older, I don't have a bedtime, but I feel like I have a bedtime. Like, my body will tell me by around 9, 10 o'clock, like, girl, (laughs) you have work tomorrow at 9. Get your behind in bed so I can get my eight hours of sleep. (laughs) It's like, uh, you know, when you were children, like, uh, nap time. You know, you have to get your little nap time. I don't really do naps. I don't really do naps. I don't really do naps. Maybe maybe on the weekends, but then on the weekends, I'm like always doing something. Right. So I don't know. I don't really do naps. It's like you make sure you get your eight hours of sleep so you can function the next day and right. then that's it. And then I don't know. I might actually, no, I take that back. I think I had one nap last week or the week before, but that was after work. Okay, so, so I took a nap after work. Time though. Well, and I like, was only supposed to take a 30-minute nap, and the 30-minute nap turned into three hours. So that's the <laughs> thing about naps. Make sure you have your alarm set, your phone is charged, because my nap was supposed to be 
excuse me, 30 minutes. And the 30 minutes turned into three hours. And then I had a hard time going back to sleep because I took a three hour nap. So I did like what? Almost half of the eight hours I was supposed to get for for a, a night's sleep. It was right. it was crazy. And it's like, you know, talking about, you know, I was segueing into kids when we were little kids. Lose clues. Steve. Oh, Steve. Steve finally made his, you know, back on social media and kind of just said, you know, I apologize. He talked about he talked about some life stuff like we have student loans, we have families, we have this. I went to college. I was like, Steve, Steve, Steve. But here's the thing, Nigel. When we used to watch Blues Clues, obviously we were we're kids. We we Correct. were young kids. So I personally don't think it was necessary for him to provide that explanation because I didn't remember that he left. I mean, I obviously there was another host. I knew that the 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 host after him wasn't him, but I was too young enough to be like, Steve left. I'm sad. Uh, Like, no, we. I don't know. It's just, okay, Steve left. Okay, we have this new guy. Okay, cool. But it was never me being so sad or so distraught over the fact that he left. I don't know. To me, it was like, what was the point? Maybe because, you know, it started 25 years ago. He was the original character. You always That was the only reason. And you always think about, like, when you think about Blue's Clues, you think about Steve. You don't think about I don't even know what his name is. Was it Joe? Was it Schmo? Was it? I, I think it was Joe. I don't remember what it was. But you always think it's like, you remember you said you got to think, think, yeah. think. Yeah. <laughs> there's a blue, there's a blue spoon. You remember the, I don't remember how the dog would go, but then he was like. That really sounded like the dog. <laughs> but. But you know, apparently there's a new there's a new host of Blues Clues, and his name is Josh De La Cruz, okay. and he's a, he's Asian American. What? Huh. Something that just told me like, let me just look just to see because I was trying to find the host after Steve, right? And then this guy came up, and it's Josh Joshua De La Cruz. Interesting. Huh. So we got we got Steve, and we have don't know the other guy, but I think the other guy Josh, is Joe. Joshua Delacruz. I think it was Joe. I think you're right. I think he he mentioned it in the video, but I'm just glad we got some, you know, closure. Exactly <laughs> the closure that I'm I mean, we're for. older than the actual show, Nigel. <laughs> Yeah, but when it came out, we were like five or six years old, like seven. Well, maybe like, okay, if it came out in 96, I was like yeah. five years old. Yeah. Just FYI, it was uh, Joe. Okay, Joe. See, yeah. that's the one we don't talk about. We talk about Steve and, you know, Joe and then Joshua. Joe, Joe, Joe. Joe's- I don't know. To me, it just didn't make sense for... Yeah. Um, 
I mean, the uh, the only thing, the only reason I could see him doing that video, like you said, was because it was the 25th anniversary of Blue's Clues. That's the only reason why I could see Steve doing that video. Other than that, would it would it have really made sense to do it? Um, I, I mean, not. I don't think so. Like I said, we were what? Children. Like we, we were, were like, kids. We were like in we elementary. Were five ele- years old. Elementary preschool days. But, uh, to, to each his own. I'm glad we got closure, you know. 25 years been waiting for that closure and we got it. So Steve, if Thanks, you want to do anything... If you want to do anything else, Steve, I'm there for you. <laughs> you have your number one fan, <laughs> Nigel. For now. For now. After oh, for now. <laughs> he doesn't know about next week, but right now, got you. <laughs> oh, from man. Steve, from Blue's Clues to Donda versus Certified Lover Boy. Yes. Now, okay, this is this is how I feel about it. Kanye took too long for that album to come out. Now, if it was the difference between Certified Lover Boy and Donda is, I just feel like we had we heard it so much. We heard it about three times with the listening parties he had. With Certified Lover Boy, we did not know what to expect. So I just feel like with the body of work, I would go for Drake, or you know, if I wanted to listen to Kanye again, like maybe the theatrics. The the you want to call it what it is. You want to go with the theatrics <laughs> and him lighting himself on fire at, at this um, one of these, um, you know, listening parties, or being a patron of Kanye paying fifteen dollars for a pretzel because that's what I heard. It was, it was expensive. <laughs> I'm sorry, I wouldn't pay $15 for a pretzel. I would rather pay maybe $30 for a, a shirt. Right. But it's like, because that's a souvenir, but a pretzel? A pretzel. I mean, you better make sure you eat before. <laughs> <laughs> but, you, but you know, you're going to get that at those sporting events. They overcharge you for that. They do this. They You pay $15, $20 for a full, you know, a burger with some french fries where you could get that half off you get that full meal ridiculous yeah it's, it's ridiculous. crazy <clears throat> i just feel like with kanye like when you go to his shows because you know I've, I've been to one of his shows you do you do it's 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 crazy it's crazy you know with his theatrics and the nonsense he does sometimes when you go to your show you know his song that's one thing about him, which I'm like, I will give him that. You will know his song, you will sing it, you'll feel the vibe. You're like, okay, Kanye. But the question now, is, did you get that vibe with this album? Because I did not. I just felt like it was too long, too many songs. Too long, too many, too many songs. A lot of which were kind of like slow and kind of dreary. Yeah. Like, I just feel like he didn't finish because I I spoke to a friend about it. I just felt like he rushed that. That album was not done. It was like the it was the album that needed to be finished. Well, don't don't be surprised if he comes out with a Donda too. I wouldn't be wouldn't be surprised because you know he has he has uh, Jay Z on that album. I wouldn't even be surprised if they do a Watch the Throne too. At this point, him and Jay Z are back 
to being, you know, kumbaya. Besties. <laughs> After, you know, that hiatus for a little bit. Yeah. So, and then and then Kim, I feel like they're gonna be back together the way the way she's promoting. Uh, I okay, so let me ask you this. So if you're if you and your your wife yeah. divorced. And she decided to, you know, create an album, whatever. Correct. Would you be a part of her listening party? Because to me, when I found out that Kim was part of Kanye West's listening party and she was in a, a, a wedding dress, I thought that was really ironic and quite odd just because they divorced. I don't know. I, you didn't think that was strange. I I thought that was strange. Okay, this is this is this is what I really think. I feel like this is all a publicity stunt because yes, they filed for divorce, but divorce. have you <laughs> have you heard anything about them actually going forward with the divorce yet? I mean, or I'm anything? sure we can look it up in what L.A. L.A. County Calabasas yep. is what L.A. Yep. County. Shoot, I it's public like, record. I just feel like what that was. That's a I think it's almost like a don't want to make comparison to Cardi B, but it's almost like a Cardi B thing. Like, remember Cardi B filed for divorce from uh, And then she withdrew it. Then withdrew it. I feel like it's that type of thing where it's like, okay, I'm going to file for divorce. You need to get your ish together. Because they got four kids. So that's another thing, too. It's not like they they got four kids all under the age, I believe, 10. Or maybe eight or something like that. That's, so that's I, bless bless her heart because <laughs> I mean, granted, she didn't she didn't carry all of them. Uh, I think she had a didn't she have she had a surrogate for the last two the first yeah, two she, the last she two. carried but, but um yeah bless her heart but that's one thing I know about these uh, Kardashian Jenner boys they <laughs> they find out one man and they have all the kids with them. Kim had all her kids with with Kanye. Yeah. Um. Uh, Ch- has her child with Tristan. Yeah. Uh. Courtney has her kids with Scott. Yeah. Um. Uh, who else? Who am I missing? Kylie has her. She's having the second baby now. Yeah. With Travis Scott. So yeah. they find out one man, <laughs> and the majority of them just so happen to look like us, black. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. So but at least, at least they're not. At least they're not. Um, what what's the what's a nice word to say? It's at least they keep that one person where it's not like being a baby mama. Mama two for two different daddies. You got two different daddies. This is daddy number one, daddy number two. You know, they just have yeah. one set person. And at least Kylie's out there showing yeah. baby now, not before where she was like her where she went underneath the bushes head over. <laughs> not the bushes but but you gotta think the first time when she had storm when she had her her first child stormy remember she had she didn't like nobody knew that kept they kept that under wraps until mm-hmm. the baby was born mm-hmm. and like here's footage <laughs> so now she's like well i could be free the first one's fine the second one i'm gonna be out here now out yeah and everybody i heard somebody actually Said it a month prior that she was pregnant until she made it. Was it one of her, like, on her people on her entourage or? 
Somebody, they said somebody on TikTok, because I heard that story, there was a rumor that she was, you know, pregnant and expecting. So now she confirmed it, that person who said it a month prior, they knew something. They 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 got the tea and they want to share. (laughs) No, they they shared the tea, tea. but it's like, you know, you can share earlier. You know the tea, you can share earlier. Don't wait till a whole month. But it's like, okay, let's just say, like, prime example, if you were pregnant, like, you're a star, right? Somebody says... Hold on, I gotta knock on this wood real quick, because okay. I had baby fever over the summer, and okay. I love kids. I do. I really do. <laughs> Am I ready for them? That is the real question. Ideally, I would like to be married first. Right. <clears throat> just <clears throat> put it out. Um, <laughs> I like how you said that. Like to be married first. Kiss my, okay. my boyfriend, isn't it? Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, but babies are a lot of responsibility. I was talking to my friend yeah. a couple weeks ago because a group of us went to the beach, and um, my friend and his uh, his girlfriend. Um, brought their their little ones to the beach, and when I say he's the cutest baby, mm-hmm. like he is one of the cutest babies ever. So chill, so so calm, and he was like, "Look, if you won't have a kid. You better make sure you are ready, because that's a lifetime, li- lifetime commitment, lifetime." Um. And if for some reason it doesn't work out with you and your partner, you and your your your, your boo or whatever, yeah. you know, make sure you have a good co-parenting plan because whatever issues you and, and the and the other parent have, they yeah. have to go out the window because you have to now raise this child together. And you have to kind of like force like the happiness. Like you got because the child feeds off of that. Because if you mm-hmm. and the other the parent energy. are not seeing eye to eye they will know it's like mommy what is wrong with you and daddy mm-hmm. yep like you and daddy used to get along you didn't get yep along. they see like, that they they notice those things yeah I don't, so he made right. that very clear so but you know what with our generation i feel like our generation it's more acceptable to have kids a little bit older yeah. as opposed to feeling pressured to having kids younger yeah. like in our early to mid 20s yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i just don't want to be an old mom that's my biggest fear like i want to be able to still dip it and do it and run and jump and <laughs> You can Chase have after. 33, 33, 32, 33. That's I feel like I feel like that's a decent age. Like I'm because it's I'm like old. you you lived in your 20s, you had your fun. <laughs> you, <laughs> I, I lived those college and days. And then it's like once you're like 33, 30, like 32 to 34, that's not too bad because you're like you're not too old, you're not too young, but you're like you're in your you're in your that certain age where you're like, okay, I can have fun with you guys. I st- still could grow you up. The time I'm like 50, like 53, you're out of my house, still old enough to, you know, dip it and do it. And go from there. It's like you don't have to feel that pressure of like, oh my gosh, I have to deal with your <laughs> gotta deal with you all that time. You are a lot child. So. Especially if you have an energetic one. I feel like I'm yes. gonna have an energetic one. Yeah. <laughs> like, mommy, let's go. And then I mean, I've since calmed your... down. I, I, the older I get, I feel like the more chill I am. 
um, one of my friends told me that when um, she first met me that I was an introvert, like somewhat of an introvert. And I'm thinking to myself, how, how do you, how did you get that? Because growing up, I was an extreme extrovert. Um, even when you met me, Nigel, I was pretty talkative, out, very outgoing. Um, I think it was, I think it was in college that I became slightly introvert. Like if I, if I was hanging around friends and obviously you're comfortable, I'm very comfortable. Uh, but if I didn't know you, I wasn't really going to talk to you and doing public speaking. I wasn't as confident just yet. I was, I always get anxious. Um, and now I'm just, I'm just chill. Like, like I said, if I, if I know you, I'll talk to you. I'll make conversation. I know how to make a conversation, but I'm not really going out to clubs and bars. I think even if we weren't in a pandemic, I, that probably that phase of my life has kind of passed. I'm more in the mindset of just now settling down, focusing on my career, things like that. Things of that nature. Marriage, kids, all that jazz. All that jazz. All that jazz, jazz. But yeah, kids, later on, because I feel like, like you said, it's the pressure. Like, once you have kids, your career, you don't have that ish together from then, that career is going to be a little bit on hold, a little bit. A little bit. Because once you get the kids, it's like getting the, the balance of getting used to them being there. Especially when you have a newborn, those sleepless nights, you're never going to... I think that's that's the one thing that I'm going to miss, my sleep. (laughs) Those sleepless nights? Because you're going to always, like, you know, like our parents, right? They say they always worry about you. Because when you were born, they always had to look up, like, okay, what's going on? What's going on? Is he good? Is he sleeping? Is she okay? (laughs) So it's, like, always that worry of, like, okay, are they Okay as you get older, as they get older and then they get independent, they think for themselves, you're always going to be that parent of like, you good, you sleeping, you're right. What's going yeah. on? So. For sure. We done with parents though, but we got to give a congratulations to Cardi B who had a baby boy. She has another little Uber. Uh, I know. What do you think the name's going to be? Because she named her daughter Culture. What do you think her son's name's going to be? Cash with a K. Because isn't Culture with a K? <laughs> Yes, yes. So culture, culture and cash. Culture and like money. Okay. And she's rich. <laughs> she's, she's rich, rich. Culture. Or cashmere with a K. Cashmere. Culture and cashmere. So Cardi B. Cardi, you if you're listening, this? girl. Culture cashmere. and cashmere. KK. Get it? KK. Okay. <laughs> so so when they're older, be like, yo, KK. <laughs> Come here, KK. I'm talking to you, KK. Y'all know, y'all know, y'all hear me, KK. <laughs> I'm done. I'm Drop done mic. Boop. I'm done with you with that. KK, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you, you really think that's funny, huh? Pat myself on the shoulder there. You you must yeah, have, just thought you of that must on the have spot. been taking some 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 good classes on that because you, you you know you look. Winning. I might just be, I might just take those those acting classes that you told me about. I might just do that. Dude, <laughs> you do. get your own show. Be like, get me get me out of my comfort zone. Exactly, improv, 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 improv yeah. 
I like that. Um, I remember I went to high school um, and they had to do some um, improvisations where you literally look like a complete butt. A complete butt. But that's uh, what improv is about. Exactly. You just got to roll with the punches. Like, Nicole, stop picking your nose. Huh? Stop picking your nose. No, I'm, I'm joking with <laughs> Oh, you literally froze. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, did he just freeze on me? And I'm like, oh my gosh, he's frozen. I was just trying to improvise, improv, like try to, I don't know, feed off what you were saying. No? No? <laughs> Got you back. <laughs> That was good. That was good. I was trying not to blink, but just letting y'all know, we are recording on Zoom, so we like to do like these little jokey jokes with each other. Exactly. And Nigel got me, but I quickly got him back. You really thought I was frozen? Like, like my screen was frozen because I I stood still. You did stand. You you did like the the mannequin challenge, like you know that throwback to the mannequin challenge, and uh, it was like that. I was like, whoa. That you're okay, you, you blinked. So that, that time you did. I was <laughs> trying not to <laughs> But uh recently on social media, uh I don't know if you've been seeing this, but I've seen it recently with uh, you know, they do the the college prank where they said their mom used to do be a problem. <laughs> oh, I saw that. Oh my gosh, I'm glad you brought that up because um <laughs> one of my friends brought up a video of her friend doing that to her mom um and i guess i guess the girl i guess the lady is a nurse right so or is a nursing student or something and so she did a video i guess it's like a video application for the scholarship and why she should get the scholarship now mind you She's Haitian, her mom's Haitian. So when she started going into detail about why she should get the scholarship and that her mom was, you know, a prostitute and she had to do things for money and which turned her, which made her want to start doing drugs. And forgive me to all my Haitians out there. I am not Haitian, but I'm going to attempt a Haitian accent. Um, But it was hilarious you you guys will you guys can look it up online it's on youtube but she's like prostitutes i don't know prostitutes who prostitutes (laughs) it was hilarious like it was crazy and i just hope that the girl who did this college prank on her mom did a retraction video and kind of just let everyone know like Hey you guys, this was just a prank. My mom's not a prostitute. Right. I don't condone people who are um, conducting prostitution. Like, I don't think she ever did a retraction video. Wow. I just think those things have been funny. I've been seeing it. First, I saw it on TikTok. A lot of them, there was one where there was a uh, the guy's mom was from Trinidad. So he was tell he was telling about his mom, his upbringing, his mom. He's like, I want to thank my mom. And, uh, you know, she's been there through me. We're, we're living here. And uh, she used to do prostitution. 
You know, we, we struggled as kids and my mom used to prostitute to make some money. Or her, her face is like, like, let's say his name is Corey. Like, Corey, you prostitute? <laughs> what? <laughs> and you know, like, her, face was, her face was like, ready to get him. Then <laughs> like, Trini's a hot timber yes. boy. <laughs> they were ready. She was ready to lick him like, who you going to prostitute? <laughs> and then there was one where, uh, I don't know where the, where the mom was from, but she, I think, I don't know if she was, I don't, I don't want to say, cause I don't, but for this one, the second one, the mom looked like she was about to slap her daughter when she said it. She, she was like saying like, you know, I used to, you know, my mom helped me out and she didn't know how to speak English. So she went, she went to this country. Uh, she used to prostitute. And then she's like, what? What? And then she started speaking, uh, I don't know what language. I don't know if it was, I don't want to even say Haitian or Nigerian. I'm not too sure what language, but she was ready. She's like, turn it off, turn it off, turn off. <laughs> oh yeah, I can see that being a Nigerian, a Nigerian um, parent. I was like- Can totally oh. see that being a Nigerian parent. I was like, whoa, this is, it's just hilarious with the reaction because the parents don't know what's going on. So it's right. like you, they think it's a serious, it's a, it's a scholarship they really get and like for $10,000, or for that's $50,000. That's a lot of money too. That, that is a lot of money, but the thing is, it's a joke. You're in on the joke, but the, the parents don't know. There was one where there's uh, a girl was with her father and she was so serious telling him, telling her like her father went to jail, her father used to steal. And she did it so like to the point you with no reaction. And her straight father's face. looking, straight face. And her father's looking at her like, why are you lying? Like, why are you, why are you Because she won this money. I wonder, <laughs> I, I honestly wonder if these colleges and universities actually look into the stories of their scholarship applicants because people be lying. People be telling fibs. Like, they be telling fibs. A whole, a, a whole story. Just to get some money. Of, exactly. Be like, you know what? I was, I was struggling. I was doing this. da, da, da. da. And my parents used to, you know, they didn't have enough money to help me out. So this is why I need a scholarship. And some of them could be like, you know, well off already, but they're just like, all right, let's, you know, let's act like we're, we're this mom, dad, I need you right here in the camera. Come, come on. And then we're going to, I'm going to cry and you're going to, we're going to talk. Okay. <laughs> and I, I just want to say I need a scholarship money because <laughs> you are going through a lot as a family. And I just want you to know it would I would greatly appreciate five million dollars scholarship. Shoot, I, <laughs> I don't know about five million. I, I would be happy with with a million. With the scholarship. So but um it's almost like winning the lottery. Um Speaking of the lottery, so I've been, <laughs> I when I was in uh, Georgia last month, I actually uh, played the Georgia lottery. Have yet to check my numbers, so I might be a millionaire and I don't even know it. You know what, Nicole? Um, we're going to have a discussion off camera, off, off the episode. We have a discussion about that. No, you cannot have part <laughs> of my winnings. No. <laughs> no, you cannot. It, it, no. But I, no, no, I, no. I, I, 
No. I thought we were friends. No. Okay. I'll, I'll just, you know, I'll just, I'll just, you know, be a cash app. You, you know, you know, be a cash app. We'll, we'll my my cash app is disabled. That's <laughs> 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 so funny. But the lottery keeps going up and up. I just feel like with that, um, if you do win, you hear it on the podcast today, Nicole will be giving a free meal nope, on no, her. No, no, no. I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna be Oprah and everyone gets tired. That's not how this works. What about a free pay meal? off my loans? Pay off my loans first, give okay. my mom some money, probably buy a house or something. Right. Um, which apparently there's this show on HGTV. This is how you know you're getting old. When you stop watching some of the most crazy shows and yeah. start watching more of the realistic home-based shows, I'm obsessed with the show called um, My Lottery Dream Home. I literally oh, watched it the other day on HGGTV, HGTV. I watched it for hours. I absolutely love it. Love it. It's so cool. And it's really about these families who win the lottery in their home state, mm-hmm. and now they're trying to buy... Uh, uh, their their dream home essentially with their new winning with their uh, new earnings. I think it's so cool. Most of the episodes are in Florida, but there was a few episodes that were in um, Texas. There was one in North Carolina. So yeah. So what would you do? Okay. So you watch water? Uh, wow, I was gonna say watery. No, lottery. <laughs> lottery. My lottery dream home. My lottery dream home on HT. H G blah blah blah. Harry H- Go Tom Victor. H G T B. So you watch that. Okay. So what do you like? What do you get from that? Like, let's say if you were, do you see yourselves in in their shoes and kind of like figure out like, okay, if I won, you know, that significant amount of money for a lottery or maybe like for investments or whatever, whatever you know happens in your life. Like, would you take those precautions the same way they did it in the show? Or would you kind of, like, do it differently? Like, for Um, each episode. So, some of the episodes, um, it's interesting that you you, um, asked me that. Because in some episodes, the families they don't want like a big extravagant house oftentimes when when people win millions of dollars they want to go really big but they don't realize that you're gonna have to maintain the home so if you're on acres and acres of land you have five thousand to ten thousand square foot home with like seven bedrooms eight baths like you still have to maintain that even after you purchase it. So in some cases, um, the family, they they kind of downsize. They, they still get a nice home with all the amenities that they need, but it's not a really big house. I'm talking about maybe 2000, if that. And then there's some families where they want a little bit of a more modern, lavish home and they're budget is like one to 1.4 million dollars and they can afford it because they want millions and they get a decent size home with all the amenities that they're that they want so 
I think for me personally, if I was in their shoes, I would get a happy medium. I wouldn't want an extremely large house because that's a lot of house to clean. Unless I want to hire someone and then that also costs money. I'm good. Uh, I would just get like a decent size house, maybe a decent size house, maybe like four bedrooms. And it also depends on what stage of my life I'm in. If I were to win now, then yeah, I would want maybe four bedrooms, three baths, because, you know, want to get married, have family, all that jazz. But if I'm older, like most of the families on on the show are older. They're like in their 50s and 60s. Most of them, the ironic part about the show is that most of them were already retired when they bought their ticket. <laughs> I thought that was so interesting. There's one family, both retired. One one child was going away to college the following semester. The other child was 16 years old. They only had two kids. And they were already retired when they bought their ticket. And they decided to live live in um in Florida in the Melbourne area. When I saw that, I was like, oh, I know that area. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I thought that was interesting, but that that's, that's just my perspective. What would you do? Like, if you had money, would you go big? Would you get a smaller house? Would you get a condo? Because there's some that would, that wanted a I would, condo. I would say the condo. The condo would be the happy medium, because number one, don't have to worry about cutting your grass. Don't have to worry about being outside. You just go in my condo, have there. you know, they have a Pool amenities, amenities in the condo area. Don't have to see people that much. Get a little elevator. Don't have to see people that much. <laughs> I don't like people walking to my condo. <laughs> no, not really. But I just feel like the condo would be the happy medium. Happy medium. For, me right, for right like, now. If you were to win right now. If you're ready like, to maybe have down family, the line. Yeah, down the line, maybe like a little house, but not something too extravagant. Maybe in a gated community where it's like, you know, got punch in got a security guard Put hey, in the how, code. You, how you doing come in come out that's it nothing to i don't want to maintain too much like wouldn't want a big house because it's like you know that's a lot of house to clean yeah like when we when we were little and then when you see these stars on you know mtv cribs that you we used to watch we were like oh yeah that seems cool no when you get an adult it's like no that's a lot that's a lot to clean that's a lot to handle but they also no. have money, so they could hire people to clean the houses for them. Exactly. And side note, you know, um, MTV Cribs is is back on the air. I heard about that. Yeah, on MTV. I don't even really watch shows on MTV. I feel like ever since it, it became more of reality shows and yeah. less of the actual name music television. Yes. Like, they might as well just change the name to... Re- RTV, reality television. But it depends on the the company who owns it, because MTV is Viacom, right? So Viacom mm-hmm. has BET, um, VH1. Because that's why, like, it makes sense now, because, like, when you see... Because, you know, the VMAs just passed, so we VMAs will do... It was all right. We just had some great moments, but it was all right. I'm just going to just say that out there. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like um, what's missing, like, I agree with you. What's missing with MTV is what it used to music. be. Music. 
Yeah, TRL. Like, you know, when you were in, let's say, you know, we're dating ourselves a little bit, but we used to go and watch music videos. They had the top 10. You remember you used to watch, like, okay, this is my favorite artist. We're going to watch, right. we're going to watch, you know, let's see what number that artist comes on. And then you remember you used to call and make a request for a song. Now it's like, go on YouTube. Okay, social media yeah. has it there. It's like, that's what is missing from MTV. Like, used to watch, there used to be pop 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 up video. Pop pop video. Hey, that, so, that one I think was VH1 though. That was VH1. But I'm just saying, like, it used to be those channels like BET, even uh, MTV and VH1, they were about music. And yeah. What do we have now? Yeah. yeah. Um, and then you remember BET, they had the late night raunchy videos those are the videos that <laughs> you know when you're supposed to be sleeping yeah and then you got one eye open and, and you got you... one eye open <laughs> and you're you know you're not supposed to be watching it but it's just so intriguing yep it's like when you know you're not supposed to do something but you, you have the it. opportunity to do it you do exactly. it exactly. and that's what those bt like raunchy there used to be an actual name for it i can't remember i can't recall BT the name Oh, you're right. BT I think, yeah, you're BT and Censored, yeah. I think that's what it used to be. So that's, I don't know. I just, I think I miss, I miss award shows. I miss the award show, like the atmosphere of what it used to be when we were younger, even though, you know, we're, we're tooting our own horn with saying that. But award shows used to be, like when you used to watch the, the BT Awards, you used to be like excited because it was like, the artists really performed. There was like a just a drive in them. Even even BM, even the BMAs. They used to be like that drive of watching. Like okay, let's see what um, the BMAs was like. Britney Spears. Like you would see like and uh, congratulations to Britney. Spears. Yes. Just gotta just gotta say we just hope everything is finalized. But just gotta say she's uh, free, you, man. You've been, you, you've been waiting thirteen years to be your own woman and um, hoping you just keep moving and if you don't make any music we're just happy you 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 able to think for yourself that's 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 mm -hmm. you have the control you have control over your life now and that's mm -hmm. that's really uh the important thing here is that Britney Spears has control of her life now she's not yeah. under that conservative shit so <laughs> It sounded like you said conservator. I know it's, it's you said ship, but it sounded like you said ship. <laughs> I'm sorry, but as I digress, but yeah, I'm happy for her. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, um, she deserves that because being like you know, we all know people go through situations, but to be in that for 13 years and you were making you were performing you were on a reality tv show called x factor being able to judge people so it's like what was really going on like that's the whole mystery and what i what i can't wait for like if she does a you know a television like a, an interview like really because there, there's gonna have like i feel like give her give her some time give her like a I would say a year or so, but when she does her first sit-down interview and actually like 
talks that talk without anybody saying like without Britney Spears being like, can I say this? No, right. I'm gonna talk that talk. Like that's when you're gonna hear the bombshell. That's when you're gonna hear every every little bits and pieces, and you're gonna be like, we get why you did those videos. We get why you did those spinning videos. Everybody's like t- trying to decipher like what was going on with her, but I feel like if you look at her social media and you look like, okay, we all would say something's wrong, but maybe that was her outlet to be like, yeah, I need like, I need help. Help. Yeah. But I can't, the help that I'm getting is not helping me. So is that the right kind of help? You need the right kind of help. Correct. Like not having control over your life is not the right kind of help. Having a team of people who can guide you in the right direction, financially, emotionally, physically, like, those are the kind of people that that Britney needs, but or needed rather. But yeah. having being under like someone's dictatorship, because I felt like the conservatorship was a dictatorship, like she couldn't do anything. Yeah. That's not what she that's that that wasn't what she needed at the time. So no. And then you're at the end of the day, this is my thing with it. With uh, this is my last uh point with the she was funding it. Like the whole team, it's on her. It's not like it was on their dime. It was on she her was dime. Paying, she was paying them, and, and she the, couldn't even go to get her nails done, or what? even drive her own car. She had to get permission for everything, and it was her money. Oh, all hell would have broke loose if I found that out. Say what? Okay, I so would have figured like, out a way to cancel all the credit cards. Everything. Right. That's ridiculous. That. Yeah. That's sad. That's that's just telling you how and she. They said she didn't know that she could um, contest her conservatorship. So that means they were so in control of her life that they had it over her head that you can't do it. Psychological. Yeah. They started in here first. Mm -hmm. Because it's like, okay, Brittany had an episode. Okay, she had children. She had, maybe she had postpartum, maybe depression, all of that. That happens to people. But you can't, my thing is, to be in that for 13 years, to be in that, and your father's making money off of you. Yeah. And you know, she wanted to have another child. She couldn't even yeah. have another, she couldn't even get off of her, um, what is it called? I think it's her IUD, her birth control that goes in her arm. She didn't get it off I, that. Is it IV, I, I, IVF? No, I, not oh, okay. IVF. That's know. if you're wanting to get um, oh, okay. pregnant. It's like another way. To get pregnant, but no, I think she was on like a birth control. But she wanted to have kids, like more kids, with her now boyfriend. From what I heard, and they said nope. Keep rocking that birth control, girl. Can you imagine? To the point where you can't even decide with your life partner to have kids. Like you have to get permission. That to me was crazy. I'm like, ain't nobody gonna tell me what to do with my body. Especially when you're grown. It's not like she's. 15, she's grown. 16. She's she's gonna be forty this year. She's gonna be forty this year. Wow. This she's gonna be forty. Yeah, because she's ten years, like ten years old. In the wow, that's crazy. Because you got to think when she was on MTV when she did like you know, oops, I did it again. That's when that's two thousand. So she was let's just say she was eighteen when that happened. She was eighteen. I still have her um, first album. 18 and then next year was a slave for you 
So she was only, I think she was like 19 at that time. So wow. all those songs, early 2000s, she was like young, young. To only be 39 now, to be in the industry for over 20 plus years, that, and survived it. Yeah. Kudos to her. But uh, anyway, anyways, back to what I was saying about the award shows. It's like, it's not the same deal anymore. That's, that's where I was going. They need to just get rid of all of the reward shows. I don't who, needs, who needs awards to justify your career? Because that's what it really is. It's an yeah, award. It it's award, award shows are is a is a platform to justify a, a music artist success. Like you won best new artist of the year, therefore your career is X Y Z. Or you won best new album of the year. Like come on. And then the people who deserve to win don't win. Don't. They J. Never, Cole. Never win. J. Cole has not had, I don't even think he has a Grammy. Nicki Minaj, you remember Nicki Minaj was, she's still, she's still relevant. She's still hot. But She's living her mommy life. But, I think her son is one now. But she's never, but she's never gotten a, I don't, I don't even know if this is true, but I don't think she's gotten a Grammy yet. Well, Google that. I must have Googled that right now because Because Cardi B's sure. gotten a Grammy. I know that. Who? Cardi B. She's gotten a Grammy. Megan Thee Stallion's gotten a Grammy, but I don't believe Nicki Minaj has ever gotten a Grammy. Let's see what you, let's see what you got. On yeah, I'm about to check right now. Um. Well, okay. So, according to Google. Good go. Um, twenty. I don't know if these are nominations or actual awards. It says awards. So, twenty sixteen rap album, twenty fifteen um, pop duo group performance, twenty twelve rap performance, twenty sixteen rap performance, um, twenty twelve rap album, and then twenty eleven rap performance, melodic rap performance, twenty sixteen al- uh, album rap song and then new artist in 2012 so i don't think she's gotten a grammy because i think if you put Nicki minaj and grammy i don't think okay so those are all nominations okay i just went on the grammy site those are all nominations she has zero wins that is crazy that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying i feel like it's not i feel like i feel like it's favoritism Yes, it's favoritism. Like, Come on now. Give Anika a shot. Let her have her win. Let her have her flowers. That's the new thing nowadays. Let her have her flowers. At least have a, a Grammy. Like, I'm just saying, like, nobody's gotten a... Nicki Minaj hasn't gotten a Grammy. And Nicki Minaj, I'm not comparing, but all these new artists who have come out have gotten Grammys. Like, where is, I just, where is Nicki Minaj's flowers? That's all I'm saying. Well, she has her flowers as a mommy right now. That's true, but it's like, you know, you know what it is, though. Like, if you have a Grammy, it's like, it's almost like you're you're a Grammy-nominated artist. Are you a Grammy-winning yeah. artist? It's like, right. She's about to be 40 next year, too, by the way. Oh, she's born in 82. She had her baby lately. See what I'm saying? Yeah, but she's not. Perhaps. But she's not old. Like she could, in my eyes, she could still move and do things. Yeah. 
she's she had it her baby what 38 37 that's not that that's not too old but that's not too this coming from the guy perspective you don't have to care the child but anyways (laughs) but i'm just saying it's true but but for her like that i just i just gave you the look but i'm just saying from her for her being an artist the drive that she's done for the past you know years for her to have a baby and settle down and get married now that's that's good because it's you got to think her 36 or 37 or 38 is really like 50 for us okay i'm just okay (laughs) i'm just saying For, for her to for her to settle down like that being in the industry that she's in and where it's competition and have to stay like relevant like for her to for her to my thing is for her to like settle down now at the way she was at the rate she is now like that's like kudos to her to have a family and have a child like that's that's a blessing like and to you know come back with a career still have a career that's flourishing that's hard what do you feel I mean, I, I, I want to hear your view. Let's 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 see what our listeners think. <laughs> what do you guys think about this whole story with um, Nicki Minaj and just the concept of starting a family later in life? Make sure you message us. We'll probably post it on our Instagram story so you could type your answers in a little question answer box. Um, let us know because yeah. we're just we're curious. I'm curious too because it's like it's later on because. Girls always have that pressure. You have the pressure. Yeah, like, about our biological time. I want to have kids. I want to settle down. I want to have this, this, this. But she waited, like, you got to think. She was with Safari for X, Y, Z years. Then she was with Meek Mill. And now she's with Mr. Petty, which is, it's so funny. <laughs> the last name, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry about that. Uh, but she's with Mr. Petty. She got married. And now she has a son. Like, she has a, a blessing out of that situation. So I just feel like Nicki Minaj could do no wrong in my eyes. She just needs her flowers. She just needs that Grammy. That's a whole it. bouquet of them. That's With it. 10 nominations and not one win. Yeah, she needs a bouquet of flowers. Yeah, yeah. Like, it just tells, I feel like that just tells you that something's up with the Grammys. Like They're rigged. Just like some of these sporting events. Saying it, you just said it. I just feel like they they play their favorites. They they court whoever they want and court whoever wants to win will win that nomination. Another rapper said he will never go to the Grammys again. Is Eminem? He said he will never go there again because of the music, the movement. I don't remember the whole story, but I just he just said he would never go to like an award show or something like that because of. I think the politics or something behind it. Like, I wonder I what he's doing. Let's see what he's doing these days. If you can find that article, like find that uh, story about him and the grant the award show. I know it's something about an award show that he wouldn't go. He wouldn't go back to again. Yeah, I see videos. I don't know if you want want me to play that. Uh, okay, so okay, I found it's just a little tidbit. Um, this is interesting though. Um, that he said he doesn't. 
He doesn't want to go back to Grammys. It was a Grammys. Well, right? Yeah, he said. Um, I'm trying to think what year was this. I don't remember the full story. What year? Oh, okay. 2018. It was during uh, an interview with Sway Calloway. Sway. <laughs> um, Sorry about that. And <laughs> it's so silly. And according to Eminem, he agreed that the Grammys suck the blood out of artists to get them to attend. And he vowed to never go to the ceremony ever again. And he said some expletives in the article. Um, I'm not going to say it out loud. Y'all can Google it. Um, but yeah, he's just like, I'm never going to a Grammy show again. They suck the blood out of artists. It's bizarre. So, yeah. I just feel like it's a popularity contest, especially like you mentioned earlier. With the Grammys, it's like, okay, these artists work so hard on their craft, their create their creativity, and then they, you know, they're nominated for this award. They're expected to be there. And then you hear, oh, well, such and such one. And then you could have the best selling album or the best selling, you know, song all year, but this artist who, you know, might have, in your opinion, been mediocre, because you know, they're all eagles, they're all artists. Like, they're happy for whoever, but it's like, if you work so hard and then you're not recognized and some other artist who's maybe mediocre or whatever it gets a nomination over you, it's kind of a slap on the face. Like, The weekend hasn't gotten one. Why? The weekend's pretty, The weekend's good. Like, he's, he did the Super Bowl. Like, right. you telling me you don't got no Grammy? What? But are, are there artists who... I just feel like have favoritism. Like each artist, they have their work ethic. But certain artists, if you keep hearing them like reoccurring, this artist won, this artist won, this artist won. It's like, okay, you have to, I just feel like give other artists chances. Right. Especially if they're all coming up. Like it just makes you feel like, okay, why did I waste my time to be here? to be like embarrassed of like, okay, my craft. It's like, it's almost when you think about it from a sports perspective too, like a basketball team. You've worked hard, you've improved in your rookie season, right? Mm -hmm. But in basketball, it's only two teams that, you know, make it to the NBA finals. Right. And those teams are recognized as the best teams, but it's like individually, you know, you could have been a rookie for a certain team, but your team didn't do well. because Therefore, you don't go to the finals. Exactly. And therefore, you're not spot. You're not good. Like, person who who said it was Jamel Hill. They said, like, with the... Because she worked, you know, she worked in media. I think you have a yeah. story about her. Sorry, right. I'm just smiling because it brought me back to our Valencia days. Yeah. And how an SLS shout out to Professor Pierre, yeah. and uh, we had to <laughs> pick a person that we 
idolized who is currently working in the industry that we aspire to work in. And at the time for me was sports journalism. So I just remember emailing Jamel Hill. And I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure she was the one that wrote back. I, I don't know, because I never actually spoke to her on the phone, but I just did my research and somehow I found her email and I just emailed her. That's a good story. That's a good, that's a good like flashback moment. We could just go back in time and be like, Jamel Hill. Yeah, what? one of these days I'm going to see if I could find the email. You should. You should archive that. And like maybe if there, I wish you, there was a way you could like actually get in contact with her and be like, Jamel Hill. Boy, you now you, nowadays know. you got to go through her agent, you got to book you her. Like, Mm-mm. 2012 was a was a different different season now you got all this 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 entourage and you gotta go through so many people just to even have a brief conversation with her i still think she's dope i don't care what anyone says yeah. they can say what they want about <laughs> her because she's very honest and transparent and that's what that's that's why to this day i still idolize her even though i i don't work in social um i was gonna say social media i definitely work in social media um (laughs) even though i don't work in uh sports journalism just her i listen to her her podcast from time to time but just her overall just she's genuine like there's nothing fake about her she she keeps it real all day every day and i think that's what I admire about her the most. No matter how much money, no matter her fame or whatever, the criticism, she'll keep it 100 every single time. Every single time. I definitely agree with you on that. I don't and know. If I, if I met her, I'd probably, I'd probably, like, what is it called? Fangirl? Yeah. Internally. Like, externally, then, I'll be professional. In, internally, I would literally fangirl, like, oh, my gosh. This is Jamil Hill. I'll probably cry inside a little bit too. Like my eyes are even watering just thinking about it. Oh my gosh, I'm such a fangirl. Let me stop. Continue. <laughs> but when she was on, uh, she was, it was a couple, I think it was like a couple months back. She was on the, is it the barbershop? I, um, I forgot the name of it. It's It was it's, an ESPN show, right? No, it's on Showtime, but it's uh with uh. Now you know I ain't got no Showtime. You asking the wrong Showtime person. Showtime or HBO, one of those two. It's uh with LeBron James where they're in a barbershop, they talk. So she was just basically talking about uh you know how NBA players or even sports players, the media gets an incentive. So like let's say they say like you know something negative, that affects their paycheck, affects the NBA the sports star's paycheck. So let's say they had an all right season, right? And then they start they start like bashing them, like yo, they da 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 had a horrible season and all that. That affects that payer's salary. So that's the thing that they don't tell you about the media. Like that could affect, like let's say the player had an all right season, right? But something happened that affects their paycheck. And she was talking about how she was talking about how. Basically, when she was getting in the industry, uh, she was saying Matt Lauer, I believe Matt Lauer, uh, she, she was making, what, $21,000 or whatever was the 20-something thousand dollars was the base salary for somebody, you know, in her field. 
So one day she oversees Matt Lauer's uh, salary and he's off, he's off on weekends or something like that. His salary, his contract was for $25 million, was off the weekends. And then she was like, oh, okay. So and I her beach salary was 21000 Or 20 something thousand, yeah. 200 yeah. something or 20 something? Because that's a significant difference. No, it was like, I believe, don't quote me for this, but it was like the average salary for somebody starting off with that job, like 20 or 30,000. And the other person was getting 25 million. The Matt Lauer, so big, you know, news ink, like a big, uh, you know, Matt Lauer. His con, she said, okay, it her, it what, like basically she wisened up. It's like, okay, so this is how much they think I'm, this is how much they think that she's I'm worth. worth, and this is how much, oh, this is how much she's getting. So let me, let me smart, basically, let me smarten up and figure out how to. Use that get her stuff together and get that exactly that money exactly gotcha. that's what she was saying. So it's just it just makes you think uh, about knowing your worth and how the media works and how like you know with those sports stars with even you know media in general with these celebrities, it's like we don't understand like their opinions. Like let's say we rewatch ESPN and they have an opinion and they're bashing this certain athlete. We don't know how much that affects them, like in the background, like yep. that can affect their money. Yeah. And they might have like a, a bad, a bad day. And, and she was saying, like in the media, we just don't go there and just go there to talk, you know, ish about these players. We just see what's going on. We just you discuss it real it. quick and then report on it. But now, like what she's saying, what's bad is like they shouldn't have the media should not have an incentive where if the player's having an all right season or if something happens with his player, that it affects their salary. Yeah. That's where I agree like, with you on that. Like that's where I was like, wow, I, I I never knew that. I just thought they talk and then you know, when it goes bad, like with certain players, it's like, okay, they might have a bad season, but money talks. That's what it is. That's that's the that's the game that they're in, that's the industry that they're in. Just make sure you have a good agent and a good lawyer. <laughs> I like that. I feel like you're about to do like a a, a, a commercial. Make sure you have a good agent and good, and good sponsored by. Correct. <laughs> and you know what? We are gonna see you on episode three because we gotta. You know, there's gonna be another breaking story, another new music video, another another beef rapper, rapper <laughs> rap beef. <laughs> There's there's always something going on, especially you know with you know Ellen her her show Wendy. We don't know what's going on with her. Like man, I miss me some Wendy. I need Wendy to come back, feel better, get well. Like she will, she will, because you know she she has to have that chair. So she'll be talking, talking her talk that she does and drop her mic when she needs to drop her mic. Right, and on that. On that note, we about to drop our mic, but before we do, <laughs> I just had a brain fart. Yeah, I noticed you definitely had a brain fart. I'm like, okay, so he's not getting it. Anyways, before we do, make sure you follow us on social media. Such a weirdo. Eleven years of friendship right here, y'all. Y'all, y'all hear this? You're, you're eleven. You're one this? one. <laughs> 
since 20 follow- since 2010 oh wow that's i yeah. still can't believe that that's crazy that's a that's a while so, think about it in nine years it will be 20 years right yeah <laughs> i'm not counting that down yet so in 2030 we would have known each other for for 20 years i mean granted i think you're there's probably one person who's known me a little bit longer than you but as far as conversing yeah. pretty much on a regular basis yeah here and there. you've known me the longest yeah 20 yeah i don't I, i'm not thinking about 20 years yet but you can follow us on newly entertained podcast on instagram and then newly entertained on twitter and then newly entertained podcast on facebook just go ahead and just type newly entertained on all of our social media platforms <laughs> and then go you'll find us we're the only ones you can't hopefully, lose hopefully we're the a only white ones. a white purple and teal logo Yes. If you follow us and you engage with us, we'll follow you back. We're we're yes, pretty we known for doing that. Um, we don't want to just gain followers. We want to interact with you all. So exactly. follow us, engage with us. We'll follow back. Email us your questions, newly, newlyentertainedpodcast at gmail.com. Direct message us your questions on all social media platforms. Just yeah, let just, us know. Just, just, just interact with us. We like that interaction. We, do. we can just talk about it next week, you know, on the show, be like, you know, such and such said in the email, dear Aunt Sally, <laughs> and go from there. I thought you were going to say, I thought you were going to say, uh, dear Sally May. <laughs> I was like, I know all my college buddies have some kind of loan from Sally May. <laughs> and then you're like, what should I do with this? It's like, don't answer it. Just keep doing what you got to do. And that's all we can say. We cannot give you financial advice, but I know somebody that knows somebody. That knows somebody that, that knows somebody. That can help you out. That can help you out. <laughs> and then you can follow me on uh, Instagram, n.sealy, and then on Twitter, n.sealy, the number two. And then for me, uh, it's Nicole A, that's N-I-C-O-L-E-A-Y-E underscore on Instagram and Twitter. And that is a wrap for episode number two. Catch y'all later. Bye, y'all. See you later. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week on the Newly Entertained Podcast. Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. 